Are you ready to vibe? You're listening to Creepy Vibes Only. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Erasmus. How's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, good. I was listening to our attempted recordings from yesterday. How fun was that? So I have to say it captured me. I don't know why you couldn't hear. Maybe Anchor is uh, fighting you. Maybe you've done something to anger our gods of podcasting. I don't know. Uh, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Le démon s'approche. <laughs> could you in all of the recordings just the last one where i the was last, like i give up i didn't listen to the first one but i listened to the last okay. two and i don't know Weird. it seems like it's fucking with you buddy it's coming <laughs> for you it's so rude is that surprising though no it, it, <laughs> if something's picking on something it's probably you and that is entertaining <laughs> to me at the very least uh so to catch everybody up, we <laughs> tried to record yesterday. Three times. We started at what, like 12-ish, 12.30. And by 2 p.m. we gave up. Oh my God. <laughs> it was hectic. Chaotic. It was a lot. It yeah. was a lot. And I needed a nap after. <laughs> yeah, same. But so far, knock on wood, it sounds good. I'm knocking on like all of the wood around me. I have no wood near me. I'll knock on my head. Actually, here. Sorry, Lewis. I just scared Lewis. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you knocking? No, Lewis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lewis. Chill out. It's okay, Lulu. He's like, don't. I was restful <laughs> and now I'm cray. Uh, I don't want to jinx it, but so far, so good, guys. So far, so good. Thank fuck. Yes. So... Steve, what's keeping you up at night? <laughs> I actually have something for you. Oh, really? This time around. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Two things. Okay. Two things. So the other night, Mr. Milos decided that he was going to sleep with my parents. So I live with my parents, obviously. Um, he didn't just pack up and go. He was like, bye. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he, um, I was getting ready for bed and then I see him making his way to the room. Uh, and then I go and get him, but he's under their covers. So he's like settled for the night. So I was like, sure, cool. I'm going to bed. So I flip up a lot at night. And around like three, I turn around and I just like feel like a, like his like breath going against my like my face. I open my eyes and like I was like very, very tired. So I don't register, but I just see this like black thing. And then I look and like two eyes staring straight into my eyes. Scared the shit out of me. What the fuck? Was it Maya? <laughs> yes. Oh, thank God. Well, I don't know. I mean, you're like, <laughs> the demons are back. I don't know. He had, like, made his way back, and he was, like, sleeping on the other half of my pillow, just, like, staring at me like a human. Scared oh the God. shit out of me. <laughs> boy, Milo. That's the most uh, Milo shit I've heard all day. I know. So oh, my God. He did that. And then the other thing... um. It is not, well, it is a happy discovery at the same time it isn't. I've discovered the Reddit thread Supernatural Sightings. Oh, God. I discovered it at midnight. 
Oh, and good. I haven't slept since then. <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh, it's so good. Have you, uh, you don't use TikTok, do you? No. You really should. There's all sorts of like paranormal sightings on it. And every once in a while, I'm tempted to like send it to you, but I'm like, you know what? Steph will get enough. whatever this is. Well, it's also like knowing you, you'll like <laughs> just never sleep again. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I mean, like, this one video, this guy was like recording something off, like this black thing off in the distance, and it was like looked like an animal, and just kind of walking weird. And he was like, "What the hell is that?" And then he like got up on two legs and started sprinting at him. <laughs> So something I think I'll have to eventually watch with you when I think you're ready for it is okay. people who are seeing um, what we would refer to as a Wendigo. Okay. In, and it's usually in Appalachia. And correct me if I'm wrong, because it could be different. Uh, but, um, but I guess there's like the saying, it's like, if you think you heard it, no, you didn't. If you think you saw it, no, you don't. Don't stay in the woods after dark. Just go home. Like, yeah, I know. It's wild. Like, you really should. And guys, like, you gotta check it out on TikTok. Like, there's some really interesting, like, indigenous uh, creators and local creators there, like, who are, like, sharing this content. And, like, mm -hmm. regardless of your system of beliefs, fascinating content and really yeah. great people. Mm -hmm. uh, I was watching this, like, one show. Oh, Milo. Milo would like to leave. He's had enough of oh, my shit. Oh, my woe. I will be back. Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be funny guys when I'm chewing Gaviscon because I'm 30 and my guts are terrible. <laughs> oh no. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I will entertain them while uh, you're chewing away. Mm -hmm. Um some like top tier AS ASMR for you guys here. No. <laughs> so I was like watching this show, um, and it was like the the woods are haunted. So it's like, I mean, it's not is it factual? I don't know. Uh, but it's very entertaining. Um, and this girl was like saying how she had moved her and they were surrounded by the woods. And one night she like took her dog out and he was peeing, but then he was like focused on something on the forest and she like blew a whistle. And her like family is indigenous. So mm -hmm. it turns out that she like just the whistling at night called a windigo to her. Oh no. But like, and I have like a whistle to train Milo, right? So the whole time watching this, I'm like, throw away every single whistle because like my backyard is the like the forest. So it connected that was fun to where they supposedly live, which is great. Yeah, so good old Canada. <laughs> haven't used my whistle in a while. <laughs> yeah, no. We really need to play until dawn. Yeah, once it's we. Great. Once we get back together, yeah, we're not separated by two bridges. Yeah, or we just like make our way. Oh, I don't know. We don't live close to each other. It's a drive. Yeah, it's a hike. <laughs> we're lazy. <laughs> we don't want to drive. <laughs> no, no, it's far. We we're very nap inclined. Yes, <laughs> it's just it's a lot. So, Jesus. I you have something fun for you. Did I ask you, what you what's keeping you up at night? I did not. How rude of me. It's fine. I'm used to it. Uh, what is keeping you up at night? <laughs> uh, oh, I've been watching Survivor. Like I, the, the TV show? Oh, yeah. So 
back when uh dupa like had his uh he was on he was off work for a little bit because he was Mm -hmm. sick uh he got us all really into survivor and uh (laughs) i decided recently i was like fuck i haven't watched survivor and since like I don't know, 2016. <laughs> Get back in Survivor. <laughs> Fuck, I love Survivor. It is so great. <laughs> it is like just fucking nuts. Like the shit people pull uh and like the characters they are, like it's just yeah. top-notch television. If you like reality TV and like that's my extremely guilty pleasure is I fucking love reality TV. Survivor, like you really you can't ask for more. It's dynamic. It's like social interactions. It's like challenges. There's like a hierarchy. My that parents shifts. used to watch it like religiously, and we would watch it with them. Oh, and I used to so enjoy, it, but I really got into Big Brother. Big Brother is my like. Oh, I have been loving this season of Big Brother. I haven't like I've stopped watching it. Have you? Oh my god! Yeah, Trodrick Hall and Lamar Odom are both on it. Oh really? Yeah. So it's Teddy. No, I've like stopped watching the U.S. one for a few years because there's a lot of like bullying and she wasn't as fun anymore. That so. is absolutely <laughs> accurate. That doesn't. That is absolutely fair. So I would watch the Canadian one, but even like the last season, no, I did watch it. I'm just not into it as much. Now I'm really into Below Deck. That's my shit. Oh, Below Deck is unreal. I know. Fucking love it. <laughs> unreal i mean and like like any reality tv show they're all like very problematic and like yes. not great people but like fuck is it entertaining like mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. some not great people doing not great things <laughs> jesus well that'll be the catch you up on our favorite shows yeah also this is a podcast about creepy vibes <laughs> and we've talked to you but i don't know reality tv's a bit unsettling as a concept so yeah it's kind of creepy <laughs> And so there's something have... about Ryan Seacrest. Sorry, go ahead. Ryan Seacrest. He's oh, not some... one of the shows we mentioned. No, but he's a producer of like many reality TV things like American oh, Idol, really? Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh my god, Ryan Seacrest is like one of the, like the biggest producers in Hollywood. Good for him. But there's something about him. Might be a serial just... killer. Uh, it surprise me. I, every time I like hear his name and just see that like interview between him and like Britney Spears where she like he like says something that he's not gay and just like the shock like i have to Aww. find it and like show it to you but the way she looks i'm like she was like convinced he was gay, and she's like what <laughs> so i just oh, like Brittany. see that clip every time oh, <laughs> i'm so glad she's free yes some good news in this world we needed it <laughs> all right um I will start because I have something fun for you this time around. Okay. I have prepped five stories. We're not doing five stories today. I don't. Uh, and I'm hours. going to do the five stories. Welcome to the Steph Show, Emma. You're fired. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I've done with the five stories, I've given them all a different number between obviously one to five, and I will have you choose a number, and this will be your own little choose your own adventure game. Thirteen. Emma. So we're going to do this for the next five weeks. Perfect. Uh, Number five. Ooh. Okay. We are doing the... Oh, well, I'm actually... And I have, like, a creepy fact for each. So I'm going to start with the creepy fact I've chosen for this one. 
Oh, okay. Um, so it comes from BuzzFeed, and the the actor who played a radiologist assistant in The Exorcist was a convicted murderer who dismembered and killed gay men in late, late 70s. That's and this horrible. is relevant. Yeah, because it like cre- it, we talked about this in your um, Curse Movie ah. episode. So yeah, so that was the movie that we were like wondering... So I remember us talking about be like, what's in there? Yeah. Now we have our answer. The Exorcist. Uh, Exorcismo. I actually talked about that movie. You'd think I would have. <laughs> oh, well. This is the content you signed up for. There guys. we go. <laughs> so I have to go. keep listening, guys. Eventually yeah, you you'll have your answers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah. Well, not really, but yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Murder, so good. So my story Jesus. today is Isla de la Muñecas, which is Island of the Dolls. That's what I'm covering. I'm kidding. No, no, it's okay. not. <laughs> I just thought it would be funny to make you think I was. <laughs> I was like, fuck. No. I do. I know about this, and I love it because yes. uh, I fucking love Shane and Ryan, and they went there. Yes, I saw that episode too. It's so good. I'm excited for and, this. Um, Zach Baggins also in there. Oh, our favorite person. Yes. So, um, this, anyway. <laughs> this island, it's a small island in the canals of Xochimilco, uh, which is south from Mexico City. Um, and basically the island is a, um, it's like a, the slush greenery. It kind of looks like a jungle, but it's not a jungle. Um, and interesting enough, it's not an actual like natural island. It's a chinampa, which is a um, this type of fl- not necessarily a floating garden garden, but essentially the Aztecs when they would do it's an agricultural technique that they would create these um, rectangular these shapes of uh, fields over the water so that they could uh, farm it and just kind of be its own little ecosystem. Um, so cool yeah so this one stuff they did was incredible i know um so this little chinampa uh, this one specifically is covered in lily lilies um and that whole canal from what i understood is also very uh the lilies are very popular in that area so this island uh it wasn't intended to be a tourist attraction but it is now a very popular stop on ferry rides. And you can also have someone bring you directly to this island. And the reason why people want to go there is because it is covered with dolls. Hundreds and hundreds of dolls. And not only is it covered in dolls, they're haunted. Oh, it's so. fucking wild. <laughs> uh, it's one of the most haunted islands on Earth. So a little backstory to see how this little haunted island of dolls came about. In around 1950s, a man named Don Julian Santana Barrera uh, left his family to go live on this deserted island in the canals. No one knows why he left. Um, All that is really known is that he wanted to sequester himself. uh, And living off of these uh, chinampas is very common because you can farm them, you can basically live off the land on your little island. So it's not something unheard of. One thing to note, one article said that he was exiled because he um, was too intense with his Christianity, like practicing or preaching. But that was like 
only one article and the rest didn't mention it. So I don't think that's legit, but I don't know. So Don Huyen left his family and he moved to the island. And shortly after he moved in, he made a grisly discovery. He found a little girl face down in the water mixed up in the lilies who had drowned. He tried to save her, well, but she could not. Oh so God. soon after, I know, soon after finding that little girl, um, strange things, he started to report strange things and felt like the spirit of the little girl was still there haunting him. And a few days afterwards, in the same spot where he found the little girl, there was a doll. So he assumed that it was the doll of the little girl. So he took that doll and hung it up in a tree thinking that it would appease her spirit, that her doll was there, and they could all live together in harmony. But that didn't take it. They didn't appease it. Oh, good. So this is where came this type of ritual for him, where he just kept finding more and more and more and more in dolls. Um, so he would fish them out of the water. He would find them in trash heaps. Even he grew produce, produce on his island. So... As a barter item, people would give him a doll and then he would give them his produce. So this how it came about to being this huge collection of dolls onto his island. Um, and then what he did with them, he either, like, which is kind of strange, not only is there like a shit ton of dolls, but what he did with the doll or placed them was kind of weird. So he would either hang them in the trees, mail them to the tree trunks, he would either impale them on the branches... Or they would just kind of, once, eventually there's no more room, so they're just everywhere. Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, and he took all dolls. Like, it didn't matter their state. Uh, he took them. They could be headless, torso-less, limbless. Uh, it could be, like, any, like, a fashion doll, a Barbie. Like, it could be anything he took it. Um some dolls were found with like pain all over them so we don't know if he was the one who like dismembered them like no one really knows if that was their original state i'm assuming probably if he did find them in trash heaps and they were in the water like they would have been damaged at that point oh for sure so that went on and on until 2001 where uh don julian unfortunately passed away now the strange thing about his death is that it is somewhat tied to the little girl when his body was found it was found in the same location and in the same position as he had said that he had found the little girl face down in the water and oh. tinkle in the lilies yes oh. yes oh i hate that <laughs> so shortly after that uh with the island kind of no longer having its caretaker, which Don Julian found himself as being the caretaker of the island, the dolls, and the spirit of the little girl. Um, his nephew took over that role and is doesn't live there, but is taking care of the island, and he also gives private tours. Um, one condition, so obviously being this strange and having that morbid story, it is huge. Sure. Uh, sorry, my mom just scared the crap out of me. She like opened the door. Our girls. <laughs> oh my god. The queen, the icon, the moment. Oh my. Sorry. Still has entered the chat. <laughs> she like opened it, looked at me, and closed the door. 
That's amazing. <laughs> what an icon. Oh my oh my. Just to remind you whose house you're in. <laughs> Bam! Still. Uh, so fun? obviously this uh island attracts hundreds of people. Um, but the one condition to go to the island is that you have to bring a doll. That's you have to bring a doll to oh I tapped this. Oh yeah, I was like Who's knocking? Do you have to again? <laughs> I'm like waving my hands around and talking. <laughs> For those of you who haven't realized yet, Steph is French. We, we, c'est beau, Steph. <laughs> so you have to bring a doll to in order to visit, and then pay respect to Don Julian, and then the little girl, and everyone. Um. So if you go and visit this. Well, before I say this, so one thing about the story, as like the island became more and more popular, something started coming out of the history of Don Julian, and oh, no. um, his family has started to like, kind of like, so one thing that came about is that his family—they're not certain if the story of the little girl is real. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, why would you lie about that? That's so- <laughs> um. So when digging deeper into the story, um, there's no death of a little girl that was reported at that time in that location. However, it does not entirely mean that it didn't happen. Uh, it just could could mean something much worse if it wasn't reported or could not have happened. Um, I do also want to say, uh, as a water safety expert, drowning is an often underreported statistic in, on an international yeah. scale. Mm-hmm. Just throwing in my two cents. <laughs> Learn to swim. Respect water. Yes. Anyways, that's it. <laughs> so there's no death recorded. Doesn't necessarily mean something. Could mean something. Uh, and also, he, the family stated that when he did leave, he wasn't necessarily sound of mind at that time. Because um, he basically the whole family and just up and left and went to live on the island all alone. Um, so they're not sure if, you know, the loneliness triggered that to him. Was it a hallucination? Did it really happen? No one really knows. Well, and not only did he go to live on an island alone, he fucking covered it with dolls, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a different behavior, you know? Mm-hmm. So not sure if that legend of the little girl is real, but to him it was. So there's that. Uh and if you were to go and visit the island today, uh, you would make your way on a little boat and you would approach just a jungle looking thing. And then you would look in the trees and there would be the cave dolls everywhere. And then there would be on the pathway on the bridges and the shack. They would be everywhere. And but... horrifying dolls aside, Mexico is like one of the best places stuff. And I like to visit. Yes. Fun things happen there. But the, like, creepy decaying dolls, that's not the only thing, the only problem about the dolls. They are apparently possessed. I'm sorry, what the fuck? (laughs) Some say that the little girl has, um, she possesses each and every one of them. Or that the little girl, the spirit of the little girl and the caretaker, they possess them together. Um, and then other stories latches say that the little girl who previously owned the doll that made its way to the island lives within that doll. 
And then there's other stories that say that actually it's just something very malicious that uses the dolls to act out their desires. So what people Sorry, have reported... I accidentally kicked my desk. <laughs> I'm putting on slippers because my feet are cold. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so but if you go visit the island, what you could potentially see, um, the dolls moving around on their own. So either their like head will like follow you around or their limbs will not be in the position they were last. You may see a doll waving at you or (laughs) what would you do? Would you wave back? You know me. I would fucking die on the spot. Just no. (laughs) That's it. Steps out. Or worse, you may see one doll in one location, turn back around. It's gone and it's somewhere else. Oh, good. That's what you want. Sometimes you hear them laughing. They're having a grand old time scaring the shit out of you. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, And then some tourists have reported seeing, when taking pictures, seeing dark apparitions or like this foggy dark mist in their pictures that actually wasn't there when they took the picture. Oh, good. So, if you guys want to go visit a haunted doll, haunted island full of dolls, might as well go to Isla de la Muñeca. That's fucking terrifying. And that is my story for today. Jesus Christ. That's haunting. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. How fun. This was the one that I found last minute. I like this ago. Bam! (laughs) I like that. I like 11 last night. I dreamt of dolls last night too. Jesus Christ. Well, uh, great. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally just like imagining you in like an Alice in Wonderland kind of dream with like <laughs> dolls just like, hello, Stephanie, and, like waving at you. And you just like, you know, those like fainting goats. Yeah. They're kind me. of sad because they're kind of sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I picture. So good. Yeah six okay well uh okay uh i'm gonna talk to you about cults oh fun yeah uh there's like a new cult show on uh netflix i can't remember the name of it which is really helpful there's a new show about cults netflix and that's where i uh got into this okay so uh, we're just going to talk a little bit today about uh, warning signs of a potentially unsafe group or leader. And, Such as uh, an island fr- full of dolls. Yeah, islands full of dolls fucking dip. Run. <laughs> yes. And then we're also going to talk about warning signs regarding people involved with a potentially unsafe group or leader. Okay. So that you too can be like, wow, this is fucking terrifying. <laughs> I'm out. And as a reminder, guys, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Yes. Quite literally, because yes. Jamestown, not good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about these, Steve. Okay. So the first one, and this is from culteducation.com. Uh, shout out Official. to that. Uh, and I actually like this like introductory quote they have from Margaret Margaret Singer, who is a doctor, a PhD. She's an educated lady. Potentially unsafe groups or leaders come off very nice at first. They go for vulnerable people who are looking for answers, lonely, what you call normal people. They're very good at what they do, and they can get people to believe in anything, 
you might think you'd never get taken in, but don't bet on it. How fucking haunting is that? Yeah. That's and gross. like it's absolutely true. Like I guarantee you, like I like to think I'm the smartest person in the room because I'm full of myself. I guarantee <laughs> you I can get sucked into a cult. Oh, we all can, 100 percent Have you yeah. seen our exes? <laughs> <laughs> I actually like I'm friends with most of mine, so not me. <laughs> okay, well, I've been quite fortunate. Anyways, shout out to my high school boyfriend Neil. Neil's a, Neil's a great guy. Oh, shout out to hi, Neil. Neil. Hi Neil, you're cool. <laughs> uh, also, his parents are like the nicest people in the world. Right. My family, like we haven't seen them in like fifty thousand years, and we're still like, man, they're great. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Uh, also, Ryan's gonna be listening to this, just like Jesus Christ, just move on. <laughs> Poor Ryan has like lived through all of it. Uh, anyways, okay, so we're gonna talk about warning signs of a potentially unsafe group and leader. Take notes. This is mostly my friendship with Steph. I'm Steph's call leader. <laughs> yes. Absolute authoritarianism without meaningful accountability. Hello, <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> <sighs> Oh god, we're just gonna go through like a dive through like the 2016 to 2020 presidency, aren't we? Sick. Mm -hmm. Um, no tolerance for questions or critical inquiry. So you can be like, Donald, do you really think ivermectin is safe? I think it is very safe. Because <laughs> that's what he sounds like to me. With his little like he always has his hands up like a goose bill. In that Anyways. like little like pinchy thingy. Yeah, he's like me. <laughs> the chain of virus, me, I'm a racist. Donald. Um, oh my god, this is even better. And I swear to god, I actually haven't read these before. Like, I want to go through this live with you. Uh -huh. uh, and Donald Trump was an intuitive suggestion. No meaningful financial disclosure regarding budget expenses, such as an independently audited financial statement with his fucking taxes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> In case you cannot tell our political stance. Uh, four, unreasonable fear about the outside world, such as impending catastrophe, evil conspiracies, and persecutions. Okay, mm -hmm. so my okay, favorite is a weird word to like use when talking about cults, but the ones that like speak the most to me in terms of being like not compelling but interesting are the fucking doomsday cults. Yes. So like, are you like? There's this. Uh, we'll have to look into it more because this is also fascinating. But there's this, uh, like, community of vaults in I think it's the northern Midwest states. Like, I feel like it's, like, Colorado-ish or Colorado-adjacent. Okay. But it's literally, like, a bunch of... Uh, it's a it's a former military base, and you can now buy... I think they're, like, $50,000, these vaults that you can turn into your house, and they're, like, doomsday vaults. Like, they're, oh like, God. military bunkers. Yeah! Can you That's imagine? Really... So, are they, like, underground, or is it just, like... They're like big con they're like pseudo I think they're pseudo underground, like they're concrete. Okay. And I think they're kind of dug into the earth. Uh, and like people are like turning them into houses they live in. That's insane. I like genuinely. Like I would not because I just picture it as they like like they're not like, silent. No windows, no nothing. No. Like they have like, they have oh, some sort of HVAC. To. Oh, yeah. me too. Like I I'd get so claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. Like fascinating. Um, I'm trying to remember where I saw this. I think it was Kara and Nate who are like a blogger couple who are traveling. Anyways, I digress. As I do. <laughs> um, five. There's no legitimate reason to leave. Former followers are always wrong in leaving, negative or even evil. 
which I find so fascinating. Like it demonizes anyone who disagrees with you, which is like such an alienating and isolating. It's like that um, religion, Scientology. Yeah, hundred percent. Have you watched that show? Oh, it's like I got chills. Fascinating. Oh yeah, no, like they're they're quite scary. Yes. Like they actually frighten me, and not Mm -hmm. a ton frightens me. Um, it's funny because like. Number six also, like, makes me think of, like, there's, there's always that, like, one girl in high school who was, like, anyone who's not part of this clique, we hate them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like some sort of teenage Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, former members often relate the same stories of abuse and reflect a similar pattern of grievances. Which actually makes me of, like, makes me think of, like, the ex-Mormon subreddit. Yeah. Which, if you guys have not perused, is a fascinating and quite sad read because, like... It's a big religion. It's so sad like, when people are like born into it and don't have a choice. Like they yeah. have no idea what's out there. It's so sad. Yeah. And like anyone should be able to lo- like be allowed to practice whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But I think that people should be allowed to choose. As long as it's not hurting people. Like obviously like don't. Yeah. Like I'm not going to create a new like cloud deity that is like, Emma, you should go around and slap people. Like that's not cool. <laughs> or worse things, obviously. Um... Oh, there are records, books, articles, news articles, or television programs that document the abuses of the group cult leader. Yeah, like, any bad evidence is bad evidence. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, if your cloud god is, like, widely disliked by uh, media. Probably not a chill guy. (laughs) Don't slap people. Um, Followers feel they can never be good enough. Also, Mm -hmm. like, something that I remember seeing in, like, high school social hierarchies. Are teenage girls cult leaders? Probably. Oh my god. Cult leaders in training. That's what high school's for. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, I see you don't have Lululemon groove pants because that's what was cool when you were in high school. They didn't have these like leggings. They were the groove pants with the flare bottoms. I remember uh, those. They're very yeah. comfy. Oh, they were so comfy. <laughs> I remember this one girl who is like super popular and like as a warning, it's super fat phobic. But, like, she was, like, yeah, it's so funny. My dad was talking to, like, this other girl who was there. And I, and he was, like, it's fine that you guys have them, but most people shouldn't have them. Like. What? I know. See? Culty behavior. Yes. My God. I hope the high schoolers (laughs) are less like that these days. They seem to be more aware of how to not be evil, but we'll see. You'd hope so. You'd hope. The group and leader is always right. Group pants for only one body type. Sure. Uh, the group leader is the exclusive means of knowing the truth or receiving validation. No other process of discovery is acceptable or credible. Which hmm. makes me think of like those cults where they're like, I was chosen by the cloud. <laughs> I am yeah. his hands. Well, I it's like that Jamestown group too. Yes. Like he like moved them all the way to the middle of nowhere so they had no other means of communication totally isolated well and they're always like chosen they're like yes and that's why because like, if you because if you question them it's like you're questioning your god or whatever also like it's a smart like because if i went to people be like hey i'm your like your god and didn't have a reason why people would be like okay fuck off <laughs> thanks steve get out <laughs> sure <laughs> if i'd be like the i am dance. chosen and they and have more of a chance. Sure. Yeah, 100%. 2% more. <laughs> yeah, like, just now. <laughs> so, 
now we're going to talk about 10 warning signs regarding people involved with a potentially unsafe group and leader. So we've talked about like the group, like the, the concept itself and yeah. the person at the reins. Let's talk about Rudolph and the other reindeers pulling this sleigh. <laughs> Did you like that? That was a good one. Came yeah, to me. Very good. Came to me live. Good job. Good yeah, job. I'm very smart. Also regarding how staff feels about me. Uh, extreme <laughs> obsessiveness regarding the group or leader resulting in exclusion of almost every practical consideration. So you're like, yes. I'm Emma of the cloud my only friends. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> We're not friends. <laughs> See what I did there? Just like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so good. Comedy <laughs> hour. Um, yeah, okay. So group leader can do no wrong. We are like, yes, do not question. Uh, individual identity, the group, the leader, and or God as distinct separate categories of existence become increasingly blurred. Yes! Okay. So, like, so it's like Emma is the cloud's chosen one, but is Emma not necessarily potentially the cloud itself? Oh my mm. god, Emma is omnipotent. <laughs> I know I'm making light of this, but like this, is, this genuinely happens and it's fucking terrifying. So instead, in the follower's mind, these identities become substantially and increasingly fused as that person's involvement with the group or leader continues and deepens. So yes, they become more and more than all be all. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. Also, people, mm -hmm. superpowers are not real. <laughs> Let's embrace that. Uh, if, if they were real, they would be part of the military. <laughs> like, like, what's sad about this? That like, like, you, like we had said at the beginning anyone can like no one is safe from this they just know they, they just need to get you at the right time by like yeah the right time or that one thing that you're like and i was like i don't know who like was watching under like a show or a podcast or something they had made they were covering uh like similar subject and they're like people who are more interested in like the supernatural stuff and paranormal are like more at risk <laughs> stuff watch out <laughs> So guys, this is for you. Take notes. That's a reminder. Think critically and question. Question everything. Yeah. Questioning is not rude. No. No. Like it's not. It's it's seeking more information. It's having mm -hmm. a dialogue. Mm -hmm. And if someone like someone can disagree with you, but if they outright will not let you question whatever they're doing or saying or like it There's just problem. Yeah, that's a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. Even just as people, it's okay to be disagreed with. Yes. Um, oh, whenever the group or leader is criticized for questions, it is characterized as persecution. So this huh. is a huge one with Scientology, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, also, you can't be persecuted unless you're a racialized or marginalized group. Let's just keep that in mind, people. Exactly. Fucking white Scientologists. Don't know what persecution is. Um... Uncharacteristically stilted and seemingly programmed conversation as manners and mannerisms, cloning the group or leader in personal behavior, which makes sense because like it, there's that whole saying like, uh, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Yeah, which I like. I know I absolutely do. Like I, I will I'm like. Very... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. I prove so like, I will match like people's like speech patterns or expressions. But I think it's also like much. a way of bonding. Yeah. Because it makes them relate to you. I think it's like something we're kind of programmed to do as people. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, no, it totally makes sense. I'm very much a social sponge, I've been told, and that does not surprise me. Who is Emma? We don't know. Stay tuned to find out. Dependency on the group leader for solving problems, solutions, and definitions without meaningful reflective thought. Hmm. A seeming inability to think independently or analyze situations at the group without group or leader involvement, which totally makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, I would, I mean, I could be wrong. Like, I'm learning about cults as you guys are learning about cults. Because that's the kind of content I provide. But, like, <laughs> to me, like, a cult is usually there to fill a void or solve a problem. Right? Yes. Or to, like, cause it is usually to give identity where there's lacking identity. You're, like, oh, like, the end is coming. Or people are sad and they need, like, a refuge. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, if you're going to have further solutions come, like, it's going to obviously have to come from, like, the top of that pyramid, right? Like, And, like, also, you don't want, like, the whole point of the cult is to have people stay inside. So, you don't want someone who also goes and find, like, if they keep going on the outside or elsewhere, like, that's problematic to the cult yes. leader. Because it could cause a divergence from, like, yeah. whatever track they want to have their group on. Mm-hmm. Terrifying uh mm-hmm. hyperactivity centered around the group or leader group slash leader's agenda which seems to supersede any personal goals or individual interests absolutely yeah and it's the whole like sa- notion like notion of sacrifices right like well I, I remember there's one i gotta remember what show it was i'll come back with it eventually or maybe i'll forget who knows <laughs> um but there's this cult in like somewhere in like the bible belt in the states and mm-hmm. this guy was saying like he was the hand of god and he basically like recruited all these folks who were vulnerable like in terms of experiencing homelessness or whatever just like down their luck and they obviously isolated they ended up living on like big farmland Mm -hmm. and like didn't let the police in and he ended up kind of alluding to like the leader ended up alluding to it was mike mike something or other it was michael something michael you're a cult leader we don't like you uh and he was like basically alluding to the entire group that like we're gonna have to sacrifice people and rather than the group being like oh fuck that's not good they were like oh how do we become the ones that don't get sacrificed oh shit which i found so interesting like because that's the way the brain goes right like they're they're providing a solution and to continue having that safe haven like oh we have to sacrifice someone fucking fascinating Mm -hmm. um so yeah so like the whole group was just following their interests yeah, uh, a dramatic loss of spontaneity and sense of humor. Oh, well, obviously, makes you sad. Mm-hmm. You're in a fucked up place. Uh, increasing isolation from family and old friends unless they demonstrate an interest in the group or leader. Hundred okay. percent. Yeah, that's a hallmark. And I think, like we've kind of noted, like it, it all kind of weaves together, mm-hmm. like a basket of horror. Uh, anything the group or leader does ha- can be justified, no matter how harsh or harmful. Like fucking the sacrificing yes because it's all part of like the plan or whatever well even like again going back to jamestown the whole like poison kool-aid be like oh like it's fine give it to your give it everybody do it it's gonna be okay 100 and this one i think we kind of already covered this point but they put it again so let's talk about it uh former followers are at best considered negative or worse evil and under bad influences they cannot be trusted and personal contact is avoided 100 percent and you even mm. see that with certain, like, religious sects. Yeah. Well, Scientology, you're not able to go talk to anyone who left. Mm-hmm. They harass everyone that's left. Yeah. I've learned about, actually, I've learned a lot about Mormonism from the fucking Real Housewives. 
Shout out to Real Housewives really? of Salt. Yeah, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because they're in Utah, right? Huh. Uh, Fucking okay. fascinating. Yeah. Fucking intense. Yeah. So I'm gonna cut it there because next episode is a two parter. I'm gonna talk about some of the scariest cults. Ooh, fun. So yeah, I feel like I've learned a good bit. I hope you have. Yeah. Cults are scary, man. Think critically, ask questions. And this is why it's important to have like a diverse group of friends with very mm-hmm. different systems of beliefs. It's also mm-hmm. okay to disagree with each other. Fucking Jasmine and I disagree with each other all the time, but like, <laughs> and I mean that in a good way. Like we have yeah. very good dialogue. We get into it. Like we literally had a disagree, not like a fight this morning, but we were debating something this morning. And the conversation mm-hmm. always ends with like, I love you. Like it always does. So you got to have friendships like that, guys. Disagreement exactly. is healthy. Plus, like, one thing I saw, again, not sure if that came from, I don't know where I saw that um, or heard it, but they were mentioning how, like, these times specifically, like, it, within the pandemic, we're isolated from everyone. These are, like, perfect oh, breathing times or recruitment 100%. for cults. But look at QAnon. Yes. QAnon's a huge cult. Yeah. And if you don't agree, then you need to go through this list on culteducation.com. <laughs> it's a non- I think it's not for profit. I don't know. It's a cool website. Um, I mean, also, don't Very, believe everything. You, I mean, at, yeah, as hypercritical or hypocritical as it sounds, like don't believe everything you're on the internet. Like, I know it's easy to say the media is lying about everything. They're not. If the media is lying and the scientists are lying and the politicians are lying and they're all colluding, maybe they're not. Exactly. You know, cults are fascinating, but such a sad thing. Oh my god! Yeah, prey on people and no. Yeah. So reach out to people. Don't as mm-hmm. much as you can avoid getting isolated. Yes. Join World of Warcraft. Make friends online. Like do something. Come like, talk to us. Yeah. Be friends with Steph and I. <laughs> We're very we'll, cool. We'll answer to your messages on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Also Twitter. Cool. Also Twitter. Twitter. We have more followers on Twitter. Good job, Steph. Yeah. I think we're at 23 now. Steph is single-handedly keeping us online. <laughs> oh, Captain, my captain. And apparently, people can leave us voicemails on Anchor. Yeah, you can leave us voicemails. Please do. Only nice ones. Like, I don't want to hear you doing something weird. So. Yeah. Like, someone just send us a voicemail so we know how it works. That would be great. Yeah. Someone can confirm. That'd be top notch. We're too lazy to do it ourselves. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, guys. <laughs> on to the next one. See you next week. Yeah, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Creepy Vibes Only. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Creepy Vibes Only Podcast. And you can send us an email at cvopodcast at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen, download our episodes, and please leave us a review, ideally a really nice one. Thanks for vibing and keeping it creepy with us. We will see you next week. Bye! I'll have to go end it. Hey, it's Dean and Red, and we're the host of Essentially on the Rocks, a podcast built for after the 9 to 5. Yes, when being professional is no longer required. Come hang out with us. We drink whiskey, craft beer, talk shit, and laugh. We mostly talk shit to each other's face. And you did drink that wine I got you pretty fucking fast. I accept this, but don't act like you don't get smashed on $2 moonshine. We don't talk about that. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Join us on Essentially on the Rocks. New episodes released monthly.